You're listening to The World in My Eyes. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Hello, Renegade Nation Atlanta. And welcome back for another episode of The World in My Eyes, where I get the opportunity of sharing all the crazy voices in my head and what they say on a regular basis. And we have spent a great deal of time getting so very, very intimate with each other. But in case you're new to the program, what the hell took you so long? Kidding. I am still the naughty mistress with the mostest, the melodic goddess, and the deviant diva, naughty Nicole Delacroix. And before we get started today, I do want to remind all you naughty little listeners out there that the Renegade Talk Radio Network is still growing every single day. We've got a brand new website, so make sure that you've got it bookmarked. And make sure you're checking out all the fascinating and provocative shows that are available on the website. Don't forget, there's so much more great talk radio on its way to you. And make sure you're checking back with us daily, because I promise you this, you don't want to miss what's coming up next. And if you need a break from all that great talk radio on Renegade, well, what the hell's wrong with you? No, I'm kidding. Then don't forget to check out Sky Pilot Radio, playing the best music from the 60s, 70s, and 80s, and featuring the real Don Steele and M.G. Kelly daily. All right, my darlings, let's jump into today's topic and have some fun. Now, on today's episode of The World in My Eyes, I have a bit of a bone to pick. And since it's my show, I'm going to go ahead and pick that bone right here, right now. That's right. Normally, I end each show with a quote or maybe a fun little musing. But I've decided that today's show is all going to center around one comment. And it goes a little something like this. Your false sense of entitlement is filling me with righteous indignation. That's right, boys and girls. We're talking about some people's overinflated and ridiculous sense of entitlement. Now, I have never been one of those people who choose to define myself by their by a generation. But lately, I seem to be spending a great deal of time observing and interacting with some of those entitled nitwits that bug the shit out of me. And I'm starting to realize how profoundly different my perspective of what I believe that this world owes me compares to some of these people that I'm forced to surround myself with. Now, even when I was in my 20s, which (laughs) if you ask me, I'm still 29, so don't ask, I never once believed that this world owes me anything. I believe that it was up to me to put in the work and earn my place on this revolving blue ball and to prove that I deserved my spot here. But lately, I've seen so many people, and not just the younger generation, mind you, that express this sense of overbloated and undeserving sense of entitlement. People who believe that someone somewhere out there owes them something And they shouldn't have to do a lick of work for any of it. They, simply put, expect everything for nothing. This thought process has plagued me for several weeks, and I've spent countless hours just wondering where this ideology even began. Where in the hell did these people acquire this sense of entitlement? 
How is it that they feel so exempt from basic human nature that they have the audacity to expect a resounding sense of accomplishment without putting in any of the effort? We've become a society of people willing to rest on the laurels of others and take credit for the blood, sweat, and tears of our peers rather than to strike out for any accomplishments of our own. We live in what I like to call a pampered dog world, not the dog-eat-dog world of our forefathers and foremothers. Quite simply, you get back what you put forth. That dog-eat-dog world promotes an attitude of survival of the fittest, and those who are deemed fit are those who actually compete. If you are sitting on the sidelines and simply relishing the victory of the team and you're not playing, well, you're only going to win by default. And excuse my sarcasm, but I believe that this sort of petulant entitlement is going to destroy this society unless we put it in immediate check. Let me tell you something, people. With entitlement comes a lowering of standards, mediocrity, and inevitably failure. And the problem is this kind of petulant entitlement is becoming all too commonplace these days. So I thought, let's take a look at some of these entitlements. And I'm going to start with my favorite, academic entitlements. There's a liberal arts college in Maryland, and they have foregone the traditional admissions process, which is based on merit or academic success, for one based on, are you ready for it, video personality. That's right. This is being done because of the many complaints that the current admissions process, which again is based on merit and academic success, caters to those who possess so-called privilege and wealth. Is it just possible that maybe it's because they are smarter? Or how about sexually active students who voluntarily enroll at private religious schools believing that said schools should not be allowed to promote principles of sexual purity? Why? Because the promotion of such a value would slut-shame them. Really? Or how some people believe that Every single child who participates in a sports activity should receive some sort of participation trophy, regardless of whether or not he or she performs well and or wins. Why? Because not offering a child a trophy for simply participating would be equivalent to underloving the child. Really? And did you know that President Obama signed an executive order that made it so that people with student loans that meet certain income eligibility standards would only need to pay 10% of their discretionary income for a maximum of 20 years, after which the loan would be forgiven? That's right. According to Forbes magazine contributor Jeffrey Dorfman, this executive order increases the federal subsidy of college education, meaning the taxpayers would fork over more money to fund the education of these forgiven loans. Now, keep in mind that students already benefit from direct federal funding to schools, Pell Grants to students, and below market interest rates on student loans. Plus, as Dave Ramsey often notes on his radio show, a student loan is a contract, just like any other contract. So why in the world should students be able to just arbitrarily cancel out their contract and forego their debt all willy-nilly and all? 
because of entitlement, of course. And a study by the American Freshman Survey conducted in 2013 revealed that large swaths of millennial students consider themselves to be gifted. However, actual test scores prove that they are actually less skilled and able than their counterparts from, say, the 1960s. Contemporary students also study less than their predecessors. And from the following analysis, courtesy of Forbes magazine, to psychiatrist and Fox News contributor Dr. Keith Abloh, this further proves that we are raising a generation of deluded narcissists. For the Daily Mail, it underscores a rocketing sense of entitlement on U.S. campuses, while the Huffington Post concludes that U.S. college students now feel super special about themselves. Get it? Because of their entitlement attitude, they view themselves as superior, though they perform mediocrely. Now, if that doesn't get their blood boiling, my next section will. And let's look at some examples of racial entitlement. Did you know that black elites are arguing for segregated policies, all because they seem to believe that they deserve some form of special treatment? For instance, former White House fellow Theodore R. Johnson maintains that black America needs its own president because no leader speaks for the black community. Really? Wasn't Obama black? Then there's The Root magazine, contributor Melissa D. Anderson, who is more or less calling for a segregated educational system where blacks would have their own schools with their own racially appropriate teachers. Didn't we get rid of that in the 50s? And why? Because the white man's teaching methods are holding little black boys and girls back, apparently. Or how about race hustlers claim that shutting off water for customers who fail to keep up with it and pay their bills is racist because black people apparently deserve free water and cable? If not also free electricity, free cable, free internet, and free education. And many liberals believe that black people deserve to be able to vote without a voter ID because forcing them to seek out an easily obtainable ID would unduly burden them and therefore be racist. Really? I thought being racist was looking at the color of somebody's skin and denying them something. Wouldn't it be racist to follow any of these policies? Shouldn't we say, regardless of the color of the skin, you should try to keep a job, pay for your bills that you've decided you want to pay for, and when you don't pay your bills, guess what? They turn off your services, because guess what? They don't keep my services on because I'm white. If I don't pay my bill, guess what? They turn that shit off. And did you know that the army lacks enough black leaders? Why? Because too many black soldiers lack the qualifications and competence required to climb the ladder. And that presents a problem. Because it deprives black officers of the principal route to top army posts. So the army plans to respond by providing black soldiers with special treatment like extra mentorship and progress tracking. Really? So if a white person fails, are you doing the same thing for them? And this one has to be my personal favorite for this. 
nine black Boston police supervisors sued the city because they alleged that the multiple choice lieutenant's test is racist and biased. Why? It contains multiple choice questions that require rote memorization skills to complete. Apparently, blacks suck at rote memorization compared to whites and Asians. Or is it just possible that these nine officers weren't smart enough to be in a position with this much power? But no, the standards for the test must be lowered because not doing so would clearly be racist. But hey, let's not dwell on just the racial entitlements because guess what? We have so many gender entitlements to look at. Oh, yay. Did you know that the Obama administration asserts that the government should be able to force companies to violate their religious beliefs and pay for abortifacants, which are contraceptive devices that induce an abortion? And feminists actually believe that nobody should be permitted to criticize a woman for dressing scantily because doing so amounts to slut-shaming. I'm going to tell you right now, feminists, if you walk past me and I can see your coochie, I'm going to call you a fucking slut. And I don't give a fuck what you say. Did you know that pregnant, drug-addicted women should not be charged and prosecuted for consuming drugs while pregnant? despite the many dangers that poses to their child, because it leads to, and get this, the disproportionate targeting and jailing of poor mothers. Or so argues the idiots over on Salon.com. And the National Conference of Women's Organizations, oh yeah, I'm sorry, am I the only one that calls them the now cows? (laughs) believes that Congress should refrain from dealing with out-of-control Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid spending because making responsible spending cuts to entitlements would negatively affect the millions of women who have come to depend upon them. Okay, first of all, anything that you're going to tell me about people who've come to depend on something better be talking about some fucking underwear that I can pee in. Because if you're not talking about Depends underwear, fuck you and shut up. Feminists oppose any and all practical solutions to warding off rapists. You know, like avoiding how much one drinks, taking advantage of date rape, drug detecting fingernail polish, or maybe learning self-defense, or how about not putting yourself in that position in the first fucking place? Because encouraging women to conduct themselves responsibly and learning to protect themselves promotes a rape culture. You know, if all these people were disabled or maybe even hopping around on one leg, I could conceivably understand their sense of entitlement. Instead, what we have are perfectly normal, healthy men and women who are so goddamn spoiled by the luxuries of contemporary age that they've managed to twist first world problems into crises of inordinate importance. Crises that, of course, must, in their eyes, be dealt with by the hand of a paternalistic nanny state government. So to these failures of human breeding experiments, I say to you this. You do not deserve anything. The world owes you nothing. And if you think you're owed something, well, I'm handing out lollipops and ass whoopings. And guess what? I'm all out of fucking lollipops. 
All right, listeners, we're just getting started. And before we get too far into our subject, we do need to take a moment to visit our sponsors and maybe check out a little music. You're listening to The World in My Eyes. I am Naughty Nicole, and this is Renegade Talk Radio Atlanta. So go change your entitled panties and meet me back here after the break. Hello, Renegade Nation. It's Naughty Nicole here from Big Trouble in Little Vagina. And I have something very special to talk to you about. Are you lonely? Do you want somebody that you can hang out with? Maybe some friends with benefits. Maybe a little lover that you could take in the evening. Or maybe you're more interested in a serious girlfriend or boyfriend. Maybe even marriage. Nah, no, nobody's interested in that. Maybe you're just looking for somebody that you can hang out with and have a good time with. And somebody who thinks the way you do or talks the way that you do. And you're tired of all those dating sites out there. Well, let me tell you, it is my great pleasure to introduce to you RenegadeMatch.com. That's right, Renegade Nation, we've got a whole new dating website made just for the renegade in you to help you find that other half of the perfect life. Check out RenegadeMatch.com now. And welcome back, my Renegade Nation. If you're just tuning in, you are still listening to the world in my eyes, and I thank you for that. Thank you so very much. And I am still a very, very naughty Nicole. And today, we are talking about some people's overabundant sense of fucking entitlement. But now, I want to focus on what this ridiculous sense of entitlement is doing to ruin your life. See... We live in an age of entitlement, and it's an age that has never scourged the earth before. The book, The Narcissism Epidemic, refers to it as a psychocultural affliction. And guess what? It's not really hard to identify it. Nope. People who suffer from this particular malady feel entitled to be exempt from the rules that apply to others because of some particular exception Or simply because they're fucking special snowflake people who believe that they're the center of the fucking universe. See, they feel entitled. Entitled to recognition and admiration and adulation for accomplishments, both real and imagined. They feel entitled to a good paying job simply because they went to college. Or they feel entitled to own a beautiful home or a fancy car regardless of their ability to actually pay for them. In a nutshell, people with this mentality feel they have a natural right to privileges that others have to earn through sacrifice and discipline and hard work. When others are visited by great fortune, they consider those same events to be their own natural right. Now, I hope that you're going to forgive me for painting with a brush that I know is impossibly broad, But we just can't simply ignore the elephant that sits in the middle of the fucking room. We share the world with a generation who was given a trophy just for showing up. They received a blue ribbon for trying really hard. And their soccer scores were never kept because everybody's a winner. 
and they were told every single day by Mr. Rogers that they were special. Unique, I know, but five-year-olds really do have a tr- do have trouble parsing adjectives at that level, and they're very quickly, they make the semantic jump from special to entitled, so we're just going to go with special. Now, before you exempt yourself from the category because of maybe age or attitude, could it be that deep down inside, you feel that you're entitled to be treated fairly because it's only right that truth should prevail, that the good guys should always win, and that justice should always be served? Well, I hate to tell you, but here's reality for you. There's always going to be someone who got rich by cheating. And the truth is not always going to prevail. In fact, most days it takes a pretty damn good beating. The bad guys, well, they most often win. And the criminal justice system is most always not just. Now, you could simmer simmer in your cynicism and mediocrity. Or you could throw off entitlement mentality and thrive. Here's a few reasons that entitlement thinking is diminishing your life and trapping you in a world of mediocrity. Why should we work at self-improvement? Well, that's a good one. An entitlement mentality is a disincentive to cultivate skills that help you to succeed in life. If, for instance, a leader or a manager believes that he or she is entitled to the loyalty of the people in that department, they're going to fail they will be far less likely to cultivate relationships or to work on improving their team building and persuasion skills. Truth is, when you believe that you're entitled to job promotions and bonuses simply because of your position or maybe a membership in a union and not because of performance, well, it's a recipe for perpetual mediocrity. Your sense of entitlement will destroy your motivation to enhance your knowledge or your skills and diminish your ability to compete with people you see as less entitled. And entitlement thinking fostered, fosters learned helplessness. That's right. Entitlement thinking is inherently an expectation to receive rather than to achieve. It works in tandem with the unquestioned assumption that the circumstances of our lives are created by things outside of us. It corroborates the notion that our lives and attitudes are the product of other more powerful people's decisions or a fate, government, genetics, social class, go on and on and on. Pick one. Psychologists even have a name for this, an external locus of control. This is opposite a trait that the vast majority of successful and happy people have, which is, naturally, an internal locus of control. This attitude assumes I choose my own attitudes and behaviors and thus create my own success and happiness. And you walk around with a chip on your shoulder. Yeah, it breeds conflict in relationships. When we believe we're entitled to a certain level of differential treatment from others, the stage is set for conflict when someone in our life has the inevitable bad day. The rude comment or thoughtless act that might otherwise be overlooked becomes an incident that damages a relationship. Also, someone with an entitlement mentality is more willing to step on other people to get ahead, setting the stage for conflict. Entitled people consider their own needs and problems more important than others. So a good deed done for them is often quickly forgotten.
And guess what? <laughs> the real world sucks. Entitlement thinking saddles us with a poor grasp of reality. We regard ourselves as special when we really aren't. We resist evidence of that by sinking into denial. That's right, denial's not just a river in Egypt, my friends. Many entitled teens experience a rude wake-up call when they move out into the real world where their specialness is not recognized. That disillusionment can devolve into depression or antisocial behaviors that land them in trouble. As adults, entitlement thinking will lead to a self-indulgent behaviors instead of productive ones because, well, we deserve it. A sense of entitlement limits our personal growth and establishes a lifelong pattern of underachievement. And it makes us poorly equipped to cope. Researchers have identified certain personality traits which equip us to cope with stress and crisis more effectively. Specifically, they are a highly sociable personality, an active coping style, and an internal locus of control that I mentioned earlier. Entitlements, attitudes, retard, or block the development of those traits, and they leave us exposed to more psychological damage during times of extreme stress or trauma. It's actually quite a challenge to exist in our culture without entitlement assumptions leaching into your character. But think about this for a moment. One of the most significant shared attributes of the people that Tom Brokaw labeled the greatest generation was a remarkable lack of entitlement thinking. This generation, who faced, fought, and won World War II, had lived through the Great Depression, and the experience effectively purged them of any tendency to feel that the world owed them anything, or that someone else was going to take care of them. And with that, I'm going to leave you with this. You might have what we call an irrational sense of entitlement. It's not going to kill you, but it will cause you to believe that you deserve shit for doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> and with that, we've come to the end of the episode, and I thank you for joining me today. I hope you had a most fulfilling time. And remember, I'd love to hear from you, and I'm entitled, so I should hear from you. <laughs> you can find me at my website, www.nicole-delacroix.com, or you can reach out to me on Twitter at, at Nicole Delacroix. And if you're enjoying what you're hearing, then make sure you pick up a copy of my book, Sexual Confessional Confidential Admissions from Social Media. It's available now on Amazon.com and all other major booksellers. That's our time for today, and I want to thank you for joining me here on Renegade Talk Radio Atlanta. And don't forget to turn in to tune in next time, because I'm having a problem talking today. I'm a little drunk. Until then, remember in the immortal words of Lee Siegel, I react very badly when mediocrity throws a tantrum of entitlement. See you next time, my precious little heathens. We don't sugarcoat shit. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.